3: Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio, and the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here is
4: Armstrong and Getty live from Studio C. C. <laughs> Señor, dimly let room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound, and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. I mean this sincerely. Bad
5: data. We are toiling under the management of the oppression of the advice of bad data. There is hardly a number connected to specifically the Chinese bad fever that is not highly in dispute. Makes it hard to draw conclusions, you know?
4: I'm sure we'll discuss it great length. Here's another number for you. September 21st, first day of fall. It's fall now. Summer is over. How was your summer? Meh. Meh? It's a lot like spring and a winter before it. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> Big finish now, people. Come on! Ow! It's funny, I was... Uh... Walking with my son yesterday, and he said, "You remember, remember at the beginning of the summer, that couple of weeks where we never had to wear masks, and the, the pandemic was over?" I said, "Yeah, that was fun. That was fun then." And I realize a lot times. of I realize a lot of you listening to living places where you haven't worn masks in like a year. But uh, even aside from the mask thing, there was just the, the there was all the media stuff about um, uh, you know it was going to be like. Uh, the 1920s, the Roaring 20s, and it was just going to be such a crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just going to be such a crazy summer because coming out of the pandemic and the economy roaring and everything, people going back into the workplace and people started like where I work, people started coming back for the first time ever, and that lasted like two weeks, and then back to ghost town, back to masks, back to you know talking about the freaking vaccine and So, yeah, it lasted just like two weeks at the beginning of the summer. That was was fun for a cup of coffee, wasn't it? And it didn't turn out to be like the Roaring Twenties this summer, exactly. No. I saw an airline official on one of the talk shows over the weekend just talking about how airlines are so down right now, like they were before. I mean, it came back, and it looked like it was just going to take off and go crazy, but then, you know, then the Delta variant and everything like that. It's mostly business travel. Uh, that's down because people aren't, you know, people are hunkered down again.
5: Yeah, they anticipated the big bounce back, then didn't get it. Uh, and, and those flights that
4: are flying are completely full and full of angry drunks. <laughs> Want to fight over mask <laughs> mandates. So good times. People aren't back in the office, and uh, a lot of places people are wearing masks. So what are you going to do? So there was I... a, the summer was not exactly what it was billed at the beginning. You know, it's funny you should bring up
5: the first day of fall. I was just thinking the other day, of back when, uh, with every season change, I would write and recite
4: a ridiculous poem about the changing of the seasons <laughs> back in the day. Remember that? I don't, actually, but it sounds yeah. like a great idea. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed the harvest moon last night. I was out last night, a big, bright, giant moon to welcome the, uh, the autumn. I pronounced uh, the M and the N in autumn. Uh, uh, excellent. I'm against silent letters, as you know, as you
5: can know. Um... <laughs> I, I've had it explained to me many times how the moon suddenly appears to be ten times its normal size, but I still don't get it. And brightness. Blah, blah,
4: blah, atmospheric conditions. We should uh, start the show officially before we get into our uh, not pointless chatter. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, September 21st, the autumnal equinox. we Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin then officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go, springing into action at Mark. You guys didn't kill people who went after our troops. You killed 10 civilians, including seven children. So does the president still think these over-the-horizon strikes can work?
3: Absolutely.
5: They'll either kill terrorists or innocent children. So they work.
4: What uh you didn't say this on the air you said this off the air you were watching a video from Afghanistan yesterday. Uh I was. Yeah, the uh, Taliban going
5: door to door working both sides of the street, dragging people out of their homes and shoving them into the trunks of cars where they would surely be taken uh somewhere and have unspeakable things due to the, done to them and until they're finally dispatched.
4: It was horrifying. It was it was like a scene out of a terrible terrible movie. That's yeah, gruesome. It's horrible. I saw a thing where the schools are officially closed. I I don't think that's a surprise to anybody, but the official announcement came down that there will be no girls in schools in Afghanistan this year. That didn't take long. The interesting news, and it's good news. It sucks if you live in Afghanistan, but it seems like good news for the planet. Is uh, ISIS K attacked the Taliban several times over the weekend? Blew up a whole bunch of Taliban guys and killed them. So the the battle between ISIS K and Taliban is fully on now, fully on. And uh, ISIS, uh, Taliban setting up checkpoints around the country to try to secure themselves against ISIS. So, yeah, I'm why don't not you sure that doesn't anybody any good? Why don't you but, freaking kooks all kill each other? Can we get you all in one big stadium and let you kill each other? You freaking freaking crazy people! No kidding. The very existence of those
5: people, their competing death cults, is is it's chilling. It just shows how perverse humanity can become if you lead it in the right direction, right? Especially
4: if you attach God to it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a craziness, but yeah, go ahead, blow each other up, knock yourselves out. If we if we could give them weapons to do that, I'd be all for it. If that's what the Taliban uses their weapons on, killing ISIS, and then ISIS gets a hold of them, uses them to kill the Taliban, well, at least my tax money won't be completely in waste. Well, if somehow we could get them to fight to a, uh, to a mutual destruction, that'd be great, but that generally doesn't come out quite that way. What's the latest with uh, the missing girl and the boyfriend or the fiance and all that stuff? Various people who ran into them along the road or coming out of
5: the woodwork. It's funny. It seems like everybody in America is an Instagram influencer or would-be TikTok star Oh boy, uh, that videotapes their every move and happens to catch things, you know, in the background or in, encounter somebody. And uh, so there are a couple of interesting things there. Um Also, it turns out, you've probably heard this already, the 911 caller made it clear that uh, in contrast to what Gabby and her Fiance claimed he was hitting her and she was reacting, according to experts, when the cops finally turned them over, like many domestic violence uh, victims do, trying to deny the seriousness of it, trying to minimize the trouble
4: her honey would get in. etc. that's that's a tough one. I've been I've been following that. That's That's an interesting angle. So, yeah, I've seen a lot of the domestic abuse groups rise up and say, how do you not understand this is a common thing? When the police show up, the woman that is being abused says everything's fine because she's under the sway of the boyfriend. On the other hand, I have known guys who didn't do nothing, who were taken off to jail. Right. So, I mean, there's. How do you how do you get this right? You can't go with it's like the anti-racism thing. You can't go with the fact that she says he didn't do anything is proof that he did something. I mean, you can't go with that as a standard.
5: Yeah. Well, as any cop or judge will tell you, people lie like crazy. They lie constantly. There's an old joke in the judicial system. What do you call someone who lies on the stand? A witness. A witness. It's just rampant. So right. the, cop, the poor cops are just trying to figure it out. This that cop in Utah wasn't happy to let a, a wife beater go. He was just trying to do his best. I'm
4: sure. Well, right, and you don't want a situation where every time uh, you know a guy and his wife or a uh, you know a, a, a college couple or whatever gets in a screaming match on the street that people go to jail. Yeah. On the other hand.
5: If the caller specifically, and we have the tape for you around here somewhere, uh, if the caller specifically said he was hitting her, yeah, I think maybe
4: then they should have brought him in. Yeah. Or at least gone further down the road of questioning. Yeah. Come to think of it. Because he goes to the hotel and she goes to the van, right? That's the way they, they did it that night? Yeah. That's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. Troubling. Uh, would that have changed things, or would they have been out the next day and the same result? Who who knows? Yeah, that's impossible to say. Right. And uh, he's still missing, and the FBI went into uh, his parents' house where the couple was living and took out a whole bunch of stuff yesterday. So who knows what's going on there? I have a feeling we'll find out at some point. I have a feeling gators are feasting upon him. Oh, really? Yeah. You think he threw himself in the
5: swamp? Well, I think he shot himself or something. Uh Uh-huh.
4: And nature has a way of recycling in a hurry. Yeah. I think I, I'd i bet you a hundred bucks that he did killed himself. So the only uh, drama still left, if you're following this as a TV show, which is really kind of sick, um, uh, is did his parents cover for him knowing he was a murderer? Yeah. What did they know? Why did they behave the way they did, which is
5: inexplicable with a girl missing? Unless he came home and immediately confessed, we got into a fight, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, she's dead. And they decided perversely that the best way to handle it was to clam up and, and see, if, see what happened, I guess.
4: I have a feeling we will know that. Yes. Uh, how does mailbag look? It's
5: actually quite good. Uh, some humor, some insight. We have a couple of emails that are absolutely terrific, well-researched. I mean, they're more... Uh, projects than emails cool. that we'll share as part of the show content. But if you ever want to email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Keep it short.
4: We're not Washington, D.C. Beltway wonks on this show. If you like that sort of thing? There's plenty of shows that do that. Though, this giant piece of legislation that would change America forever, and I think be the end of the country, uh, still has some chance of passing, but... Um, there's some interesting stuff going on there we probably ought to talk about. Yeah, and honestly, to,
3: I'm
5: going to uh, tear my uh, my rotator cuff, patting myself on the back here, but the, the wonk, the D.C. Beltway wonk coverage of it is always who's in, who's out, who's powerful, who's got the momentum, who's going to win this wrestling match, et cetera. Whereas when we talk about this stuff, it's purely from the point of view of will it help Americans? Will it help American families? I don't give a flying blank whether the co-chairman of the Committee on Finance is ascendant
4: in the Republican Party. I don't care. Right. Yeah, I don't care about that either. Um, so anyway, our text line is four one five two nine five kftc All that stuff on the way.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Packers won on Monday Night Football after getting drubbed week one. We'll have some highlights of that later. We're all over the place. We got everything, man. This show has everything. It's a six-pound show in a five-pound bag. Oh, good. Goody. Stay with us. A
5: lot of good stuff to come. I oh, good. Know. Goody. I just, I'm, just I don't know. I just don't know what to think. I don't know what to believe. I don't know who to believe. I just say, I, I don't know. Post-truth world. It is a post-truth world. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. I believe this firmly from the great Frederick Douglass. Find out just what any people will quietly submit to, and you have the exact measure of the
4: injustice and wrong which will be imposed upon them. Ah, in other words, those that would control you will push as far as they can. Absolutely. If you are
5: secretly willing to give... 50% 50% of your freedom, they will take
4: 50%. Huh. And, and not a chunk less. And he uh, pronounces that as just human nature.
5: Yeah, yeah. It's practically the physics of uh, power. Hmm. The physics of politics. And I would agree with him. Uh, here's Mailbag. Woohoo! Shelley writes, I love that AOC's designer was outed as a non pax tax-paying slave labor using rich biatch... I worked in lending at a credit union for county employees, so in addition to regular county employees, we had judges, attorneys, other officials in our membership. We had several high-profile social justice warrior members who always made the papers, virtue signaling, decrying the ills of society, yet they themselves had horrible credit, not paying anyone and threatening us for calling to collect their debts. So as we often see, the rules apply to thee, not me. Let's see. uh, Arizona Matt writes, Finally, I understand why the Nicki Minaj affair is still in the news. Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend with the unfortunate swelling below is a woman. What? She is a testicled human. Please do not
4: use gendered language to describe Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend. How did this uh, uh, nugget remain? He's, He's making it up. Oh, okay. I think he's just trying to be funny. Okay, gotcha.
5: Michael, what do I got to tip you? Is there is there a fee per play here? Are we paying attention? Please do Except- not
4: use gendered language to, to address everyone. <laughs> to, to,
5: to. to- <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I started my my new diet yesterday. Uh, It went very poorly, by the way. But the idea is, I I
4: uh, well, we had incredibly delicious leftovers from Delaney's birthday dinner. I was going to diet, but the food was delicious. What do you want me to do? see you understand. Like it used to be I wasn't gonna drink, but there was a football game on. That's something. Of thing. Right, exactly. Uh, if I'm seriously hungry, I don't eat, I don't even think about eating till I'm actually hungry, then
5: I set an alarm for one hour. and at the end of the hour, it goes off.
4: And then I can eat. It's called The Pig Diet, Joe Getty's Pig Diet. There are well, DVDs you can buy. and Well, Kathy in
5: San Diego actually writes, uh, Joe, I have a name for your diet. Delay your gratification pig diet. And <laughs> since the name needs to be short and catchy, call it The Dig Pig Diet. Mm. D-Y-G-P-I-G, The Dig Pig Diet. I want, money if, <laughs> I want money if this thing takes off, all right? Best of luck. <laughs> the Dig Pig Diet. So... One of my main methods of maintaining a non-hog-like weight is is I low-carb it. I take in very few carbs, very little sugar. So last night, or yesterday after the show for lunch, I got leftover spaghetti and meatballs mm. and a big old slice of coconut cake,
4: I, which I, can't. I, I don't understand proceed your, to ingest. I don't understand how you're gaining weight. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but I just don't see it. And that was lunch. <laughs>
5: Al writes on the topic of Ponzi scheme on steroids... Uh, guys, you keep talking about importing brown people to prop up Social Security as we need more people paying in to support our fat, dumb, and happily aging population, of which I'm one. As someone explained to me, it's not just having illegal immigrants paying into Social Security, but also many illegal immigrants that pay in to Social Security and Medicare will never make a claim. It's all about money going into the scheme and nothing out. It's perfect. I'm 60, hope to retire soon, so the more we can do to prop up Social Security, the better. Um K... Uh, ETB keep exploiting those brown people. Hmm. That's Al. Uh, let's see. And finally, this uh Mark on the TikTok trend, which is apparently called the Delicious Licks Challenge. Uh, I'm a history teacher, school district Bay Area. Want to mention that the TikTok trend, the Delicious Licks Challenge, really has affected my high school. My school has closed down half of our bathrooms because students vandalized and stole school property. Also, my fire extinguisher is stolen. It just shows you how the Internet has affected high school students, the extent to which they will go
4: to become famous online. Uh, Producer Hanson just said it's happening at uh, public parks, too, in his uh, nice neighborhood. The bathroom is being destroyed as part of the TikTok craze. That's just thats shocking to me. I mean, the opportunity to vandalize bathrooms has always existed, but somebody does it on TikTok, and then people take... Well, yeah. I tell you what, we may be above the apes, but just a little, just a tiny bit. Yeah.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
2: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon.
3: The Armstrong and Getty
4: Show. Uh, Meanwhile, out in California, I saw that some McDonald's locations are now offering free vaccines. It's not every location,
2: so double check before you let a clown stab you with a needle. Just,
4: I'm just saying. Advice. That's right, it took 66 years, but there's finally something healthy at McDonald's. That's right, McDonald's is offering vaccines. Man, those guys will do anything to avoid fixing the ice cream machines. (laughs) (laughs) Anything, just fix the thing. Uh, So that's true, I assume? In what what manner are they giving out the vaccine? They have nurses there? I don't have
5: the slightest idea. I've missed this
4: story completely. Huh. Do you know anything about that, Michael? Are they actually jabbing
5: people? I don't know about it. No, it was the first
0: I heard of it. All right.
4: Somebody Google it. Alex in the
5: newsroom. I'm sorry, search for it. Why would I endorse that evil, horrific corporation?
4: Alex will uh, look into it and bring us the details. Yeah, indeed. Uh,
5: So what was I going to say? Oh, that's right. Why don't we start here? We'll just start right here with the mainstream media. This is a fine and well-written story in the Washington Post. California has seen COVID-19 cases drop. Has the state turned the tide on the Delta variant? Blah, blah, blah mandates. Blah, blah masks. Blah, blah, blah. Gavin Newsom's brave leadership. Ignoring completely, and we brought to you this story, that from India to New Jersey to wherever else, the Delta variant tends to have a hot two months, and then all of a sudden it recedes. And nobody's quite sure why it ramped up so quickly or why it went away so quickly. I can't believe the mainstream media is still, after we've gone over and over and over this, the thing appears to do what it's going to want to do as long as it's going to do it, no matter, you know, uh, loose policies, tight policies, the rest of it. Anyway, our theme today is bad data. This is a nice note from Scott, and I'm still researching uh, some of what Scott says because... Uh, One of the more provocative aspects of this email, and it has all sorts of links, and uh, and I've checked several of them, and they're legit. Uh, it, It claims that at the FDA hearing the other day for the booster shots, there were quite a few of the commissioners who said very, very strong things about adverse events from the vaccine compared to the number of people in that age group who would actually likely be killed by the Chinese bat fever. Because, as we know, and this remains true, if you are fairly young and fairly healthy, you have a very, very small chance of actually being killed by the thing. But the, uh, the videota- he sent along the entire videotape of the FDA hearing. It is over nine hours long. Whoa. And so I would like to verify that these things were actually said before I repeat them on the air because they're rather uh, strong and chilling about the number of you know adverse reactions to the vaccine relative to the probable number it would save.
4: It is so hard to get good information. I mean, oh, it it's is. a job.
5: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, you got that uh, big article about California and how it's, California, as compared to many other states in the nation, took rapid steps to recognize the extent of the problem and to apply more COVID control methods, et cetera. So congratulations. What happened? To, remember a while back when California was getting ravaged in mm-hmm. spite of all the methods? Eh, I guess we forgot about that. Okay, fine. <laughs> Okay, fine. Uh, but then, uh, let's see. So Scott sent along a, a handful of things. This is a quote from CNN. The uh, pile of stewing human waste that is CNN.
4: <clears throat>
5: that was probably a little strong. Uh, quote, that of the, was strong. Oh, <laughs> these are strong times. Of the ten states with the worst COVID-19 case rates over the past week, seven of them also had among the ten best vaccination rates, according to the FCC. There you go. Again, 10 states, uh, seven of the 10 states with the worst case rates had among the best vaccination rates. OK, the Atlantic quote, and we, we talked about this story at the same time, this study suggests that covid hospitalization tallies can't be taken as a simple measure of the prevalence of severe or even moderate disease because they might inflate the true number by a factor of two. This was the story we brought you that hospitalizations with COVID, but not because of COVID, just they happen to have COVID, appeared to be half or more in some age groups of the reported hospitalized with COVID. Ay, 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 New York Times. Pfizer has said that data from Israel suggests a falling effectiveness against severe disease, though it appears that Israel and the United States define severe disease differently. Now, I did not click on that link yet. I don't know how they define it differently. But you can't compare rates of something if they're described differently in two different countries. My point being, and I know a lot of y'all are in the same boat, it's just become so frustrating. When you add politics, the weird, like, religious tribal politics going on today... The profit motive of vaccine makers and 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 the sloppiness of the American media. It just it becomes so difficult to figure out what's going on and to make an intelligent decision or or have an intelligent point of
4: view. So it got a lot of attention yesterday that we have officially passed the number of people that died from the Spanish flu back in 1918. Then the pushback against that would be we've got three times the population now. So if you're looking at it as uh you know how devastating it was to the country. It looks a little different, but the raw number is still very, very high. But um, <coughs> since uh, there's a lot of talk about kids and the vaccine, Pfizer announced that they're they think that their shots okay okay for kids five to eleven. I heard this yesterday and I was shocked, so I looked it up. This is on the CDC website, and the data is accurate as of. Uh, Three, four days ago. I guess it takes them a few days to uh, to catch up. But so this this that is a couple of days old, but I'm sure it's very close to accurate. How many kids have died of COVID total between zero and four years old through this whole thing? Year and a half. 159 in the entire country in a year and a half. And according to people I trust, a majority of those kids... Already had horrible health issues.
5: Right. Getting back to the perverse incentives, for instance, a hospital reporting a COVID case. Uh, so they get more federal compensation than simply a child with a, a serious health problem.
4: So uh, mentioned the mention the three year olds I saw at the park with the masks on. Um, you know, nobody wants their kid to get sick or end up at the hospital. But in terms of you're worried about your kid dying. Oh, my God. I mean, it's almost zero. Now, if you expand it up to 18, now you get to 18, you're, you know, you're past being a kid, uh, I think, uh, certainly from uh, the physiology, physiognomy, whatever the word would be, I would think. Uh, but anyway, ages 5 to 18 in the entire nation, over a year and a half, ages 5 to 18, 357 kids have died in the entire country, and a giant bulk of them were already in the hospital and horribly sick. I mean, they had other problems. Right. So, I mean, the threat to kids is so freaking low of death.
5: Right. You know, just so we can move on to something else next segment, I have uh, courtesy. are those of-
4: numbers stunning, though? I didn't oh, know that. That's I, heard you say. I mean, that's stunning. Oh, the, 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 please, based,
5: you're not even begun to be stunned.
4: Based on the conversation you hear about kids and COVID, you would think. Well, it's like uh, we, uh, I had that tweet the other day. I read if you landed on this, if you woke up, you had been, been in a time machine or sleep or whatever, and you just woke up today and you started walking around, you'd think this was a disease that primarily affects children. Um, the death toll has been horrific. The death toll has been horrific. Yeah,
5: yeah. Uh To further drive home the point, another one of our terrific listeners, the fabulous Kevin, who's been researching this stuff like a fiend, uh, has pointed out that, yes, the comparison with the eight, 1918 flu epidemic is idiotic, partly because the population is tripled. And so equaling that number really... Makes the opposite point in a way, but more significant. Although it's not a contest. <laughs> no, no. Number one, that's the sort of thing the idiot media fixates on and it doesn't really illustrate anything anyway. It's like, you know, this is the greatest box office returns ever and they don't adjust for inflation. It's just clickbait. The number of dead people in America is clickbait. Great. Right? Anyway, the rate of increase in deaths. In other words, the the excess deaths by age group from the COVID and the 1918 flu epidemic is, to say it's not even close, is a gross understatement. From one to four-year-olds, one to four-year-olds, the death rate actually dropped during the COVID period, probably because of of vastly fewer miles driven And, and other uh, exposures to, to uh, dangerous things in the Could, one to four age. Group. Couldn't go to the park, eliminate all those seesaw deaths. Uh, right. Uh, during the 1918 flu epidemic, one to four-year-olds, it was a 70% increase in mortality. Five to 14-year-olds, it was more like 80. It's, it looks to be in the low 80s. 15 to 24-year-olds, 150% increase. Two and a half times the death rate you would expect 25 to 34 year olds it's about 175% yeah
4: that okay? the, 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 you so can't compare the terror of the spanish flu to this one because it no. it was worse the healthier you were which is just a horrifying idea for a disease right And in fact,
5: the the death rate of the COVID only surpasses the Spanish flu death rate when you get into 55 to 64-year-olds, and that's barely. Then it's a significant difference, 65 to 74, 75 to 84, and 85-plus. This is a disease mostly of the sick and the old, with exceptions. And for those folks and their families, it's horrifying and tragic. Uh, but, uh, you know, you combine the various per- perverse incentives, the politics, the weird religious cult feel of this, plus clickbait. And it's so difficult for a normal human being to have any idea
4: what's going on. Aye, aye, aye. Why would we get this crazed about kids and the COVID when you've had 500 deaths under the age of 18 in the entire nation in a year and a half?
5: You know, there's a book that came out, it was probably 15 years ago, and uh, a very prescient author had recognized the trends, and I can't remember the name of it, but it had to do with the cult of safety, the worshipfulness of of safety in America, and how we no longer look for uh, redemption in the afterlife, we look for it in this life, so everybody wants to live as long as they can. Uh, We have an obsession with safety, um, to to the point of being suffocated, in my opinion. And I think you get all those factors together and and you'd end up with the stew of misinformation
4: and and disinformation that we have now. So things to talk about on the show today. At some point, the court case, the Supreme Court announced they're taking up in December is going to be, oh, man, it's going to be topic number one for several weeks. Absolutely. Looking at Roe versus Wade. Oh, boy. Uh, Kanye West bought a new house. We ought to tell you about that's something. Really? <laughs> oh, good Lord. I didn't realize his ri- how rich he is. He's crazy rich. Wow, so you can still get that crazy rich these days. Although he's been making hits for a long time. He has $1.8 billion. Hmm. Kanye West. That's a fair amount. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> anyway, uh, other stuff to talk about on the way. Text line four one five two nine five kftc
2: Armstrong and Getty.
3: Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe.
3: Mexico will likely have its first female president.
0: And then you have
4: China.
3: The Armstrong and
4: Getty Show. Is the world economy about to crash? I don't think so. I hope not. But some people are asking the question. More on that in a second. We did oh. look, look up some of the details on this. So McDonald's is offering COVID-19 vaccines at their locations. At a whole bunch of locations. In California, anyway. Uh, the new jabby meal. 70 of the... <laughs> Funny! Thank you. I'm here all week. 70 of the restaurants across the state of California have pop-up clinics. It doesn't say specifically, but I have to assume they're nurses. like are actual nurses. They aren't just McDonald's employees. It's not the <laughs> same surly person getting my fries, is it?
5: High school no. dropout? I would certainly hope not. Man, I was at the McDaniels the other day on the way home from the airport with Little D. She was hungry. Wanted some McDaniels. Did you so get anything? We- no. Oh, uh, so God, so we McDonald's. drive through. It took 20 solid minutes. Um, and there were like three cars in
4: front of us. I think they had two employees at the McDonald's. They were so, so short staffed. Have you been to a Chick fil A recently? The way they got their situation going? Oh my God, it's incredible. They're as efficient as any organization that's ever existed. They really they need to. The DMV needs to go to Chick fil A and learn a few things. The entire federal government. Or, or the hospi- the ER? Hospitals? All kinds of, yeah, go to Chick-fil-A. Learn how they do it. But anyway, yep, they are jabbing you at uh, McDonald's. Um, So the stock market took a hit yesterday and just got economic reporting. I've been saying for years might be the single worst reporting in all of reporting that matters. There's a lot of stupid reporting about stupid things. But in terms of stuff that matters, economic reporting, it's just so stupid. And it's generally smart people. So they're pandering to dumb people because they know better. They know that a little wiggle in one day is not a giant deal, but they act like it's a gi- This is the worst loss since July. <laughs>
5: Wait a minute. <laughs> Whatever. Stock market's been heading up like one of Elon Musk's rocket ships like the entire year.
4: Right. And it's, just, it's just crazy that they try to pretend it's a big deal. I don't, I don't know who that's for.
5: You know, uh, it was funny. I was watching on a special report with Brett Baer. They had one of their Fox business people on Fox News, and she went on and on about the Chinese property sector and, and COVID fears of the second wave and Delta and blah, blah, blah. And then at the very end, I mean, the last freaking sentence she uttered, she said, uh, of course, the market is up. Seven, well, it, Brett pointed out the market's up 17% on the year. And she said, oh, yeah, it's been... Uh, Been primed for a pullback for quite some time.
4: Yeah, and as a percentage, it was not a big deal at all. So it's just, it's just, it's nothing. It's nothing to talk about. But eh, not yet. Nope. Not yet. But fine. Until it is, don't talk about it. Clickbait, clickbait. Na-na, gotcha. Na-na. I guess. I guess. Anyway, there are some smart people asking, is this China's Lehman Brothers moment? That was the moment when a giant financial house crashed in the United States and ruined the world economy for quite some years. Maybe you remember. If you were a grown-up, you certainly do. And uh, I hope it's not. I hope this is not China's Lehman Brothers moment and their economy is about to collapse in a a way that uh, would bring down the rest of the world. I hope that's not true.
5: Are you, that, are you talking about that big, giant property developer yeah. that's going yeah. broke there? I, it's yeah. like the
4: biggest real estate company in China? Right, in the same way that when Lehman Brothers went down and brought down everybody else was an indication of uh, other problems, And yeah. so, so I just hope it's not true. But if it is, we'll all find out together, won't we? Kanye West doesn't care. I didn't realize it, but he's got $1.8 billion. Yikes. He uh, bought a new, um, uh, helped him get over his divorce home over the weekend in uh, Malibu. million home. That's expensive, even by expensive home standards. A nearly $60 million home. And it's only 36 square hundred feet, which is a big house. But usually when you hear about these homes that cost this kind of money, they're like 30,000 square feet and have a basketball court and a movie theater. Yeah. 3,600 square feet is almost a $60 million home. That's quite modest. That location must be astounding, and the view must be or something. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. it's it's to help him navigate his divorce. People said, "Well, I hope well, that helps." That uh, what'd you say? It is fifty six million. Yeah, fifty seven point two five. Okay, so that's just over half of one eighteenth of what he has in the bank. Oh yeah, in terms of making a dent in it, he also has the several thousand acre ranch in Wyoming and a bunch of other homes around. So.
5: I don't see him riding, riding around on a horse that much. I'm supposed to, supposed, I could be
4: wrong. Not supposed to call him Kanye. He's a ye. Is it ye or yay? Alex ye or Yee? Hanson ye or yay? It's y e. How do you pronounce Kanye's what name? I know it. Yeezys. Like ye. Can ye? Can ye believe rappers are telling us what to call them? Um, speaking of horses, have you seen the video of the border agents on horses kicking migrants to get them back across? I have the border. Can you imagine? I mean, it's getting some attention anyway. But can you imagine the story that this would be today if Donald Trump were still president? Oh, my God. You're so right. Oh, my. You're absolutely. Oh, please. Border agents on horses kicking migrants coming across the border on video would be the only thing you hear for the next week.
5: Well, you'd see comparisons to the Nazi Germany, the Planet of the Apes. God knows what else. There would be a Mount Krakatoa-style eruption of feigned outrage All by right. the American media.
4: All right. No kidding. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I don't know that you need to kick people, although if people won't stop coming across, you do at some point have to physically stop them, right? Well, you're pushing them with your foot. You can call it <laughs> kick if you want. It's such—it's an inflammatory word. <laughs>
5: Foot pushing. They foot pushed them. <laughs> Pedo pushed. With yeah, that's foot. something, though. I mean, that line of police vehicles and anybody who got past it and men on horses would turn them back. How big a change. we got to play some of their campaign rhetoric about this country welcomes immigrants, which caused this giant onslaught.
4: Right. If you miss an hour, go to armstrongandgetty.com.
3: Armstrong and Getty.